This week, we talk about whether sugar fuels cancer. Also, we'll talk about a dumb vegan eggs ad and hear how the first full week of the cutting challenge was tested by a dangerous holiday, Halloween. Let's get into it. Yep, yep. When I think about that little intro, it sounds like the heavy metal version of the breaking news. Yep. It fits. It does. Because we're so edgy. <laughs> and and, and everything we do is breaking. Yep. Yeah, I got a haircut. I, I like noticed. It. Yep. Finally about? annoyed the crap out of me. I was trying to drill and doing stuff, and it was just always in my face. I finally had it. That's great clips. Check in. And I did. <laughs> you got you gonna high class me on great clips? I am gonna high class you. <laughs> I'm gonna highbrow you. I don't ever go yeah, anywhere that can cut this. my this don't look bad. I don't ever go anywhere that can touch my locks that accepts a fucking coupon. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, good no. stuff. No, no, no. My girl so quick, she was like doing the thing of like, how much do you want off? I'm like, I don't know. Just keep going. You know, I said a girl's like, and it'll grow back real quick. So don't, don't feel bad. Usually I'm the guy, but I don't care. Cause I'm just at the age now where <laughs> I'd rather get it right than fuck around for 20 minutes. Right. I just, I'm the guy I come in with pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> yeah. Me want that. Oh, no. oh. And then they're like, Oh, that's a side part undercut um, with a with a bald fade. I'm like, sure, yeah, that's just you, do it. That's why you're the professional, <laughs> right? <laughs> just like if somebody does a curl, you're like, oh, that was a strict hammer curl, right? Right. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just with lift a, with an Arnold twist at the end. What is that? When you well, Arnold presses are when you're like, so everyone calls Arnold twist when like when you so like do you're a doing curl. a curl, yep, and yeah. then. And then get to the top. And then you turn it this way? Twist it in. As much as you can? Yep. Then it gets okay. the inside well, head. No. Get the inside <laughs> head. Easy. I was lifting earlier. It's kind of sore again. All right. But we're going to get into our cutting challenge update and talk about Halloween. Um, but I was watching YouTube, and I saw this ad. God, it annoyed the crap out of me. It's for these plant-based eggs. Well, okay. of course that's the shit that's going to pop up. And of all people, you're... <laughs> feed the algorithm just well feeds on you like a the like algorithm a, is interesting because you know i was looking for cutting stuff i was looking for weight you know i'm always watching weightlifting stuff whatever guitar things whatever but it doesn't know if i'm for or against it's like i'm watching a vegan you know what no I mean? it doesn't need to know if you're for or against right but why would it serve me up a vegan because it goes plant-based the people, ad because the vegan plant-based ad people pay the most money mm-hmm to, to but show they want but they want to present it to people that are likely to buy the product. So that's the do that's they? the role of the dice of the ad. Do they though? Well, I don't know. I would assume. If 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 I were to run ads, I want people to see them who aren't buying my product yet. But you may have a point because I'm about to play it on our show. <laughs> <laughs> right? So <laughs> they're getting they're getting some extra juice. But Okay, so stop trying to outthink the algorithm. Yeah, and I think this came, I can't remember when this came on, like during a certain video or something, but I just, I saw this ad like five times in one day and it just kind of annoyed me. So let's just watch this, okay? It's for uh, just eggs, I think is what they're called. Okay, Kelly, I see you. After years of swiping right on human garbage, looks like you found the man of your dreams. But there's just one thing he's vegan, but it's all good. Because those eggs are made from plants. Now, Kelly, are you eating just egg to join him in his mission to fix a cruel animal-based food system? No. You're eating those eggs because they're delicious. Enemy, come on. Look at that dude. <laughs> I see you all smitten. Just egg. Really good eggs. Oh, okay, Kelly. Jesus Christ. So, notice anything about this ad that was interesting? That's not fucking vegan, first of all. The first thing I noticed is they're biracial couple. First thing I noticed. Oh, yeah. They, well, that's just a requisite by now. A prerequisite. You got to have that. Um, yeah. He, I'm so woke, I didn't even notice that because I don't see color. Dude. That means you're not woke. 
That means you're racist. <laughs> People I, I, say, normal, I, don't, I don't care if you're brown, right, or black, or normally, blue, or purple. Normally, I would notice that because I'm always looking for them to sneak that stuff in, but I'm so... You're like, so pissed off about the eggs. <laughs> right. I didn't even... It suppressed my racism <laughs> momentarily because now I'm back. No, but... The, I, okay, the whole premise is, okay, you're... You're just eating this these crappy ass vegan eggs because you want to bang this muscular dude who's not fucking vegan. There's no way, dude. Yeah, probably not. And you know the the stereotype is that oh he's fit because he's eating these vegan these plant based eggs. Well, it's not the stereotype; it's the message. Well, the message. It's what they're saying. There's what they're trying to get across, and that you're just a, a dumpy chick, and you can get this Adonis. And he turns to the side, and it's and it's like oh that's vegan, right? And then, you know, you're a dumpy lady and you can get this Adonis if you're willing to make the same healthy sacrifices he is eating the plant-based eggs. Oh, God, this annoyed me. And then they got, and I love that dude. He's on Curb. The guy that's doing the voiceover. Oh, yeah. yeah he's the guy that lives with Larry. Okay. <laughs> I forget his name, but he's freaking hilarious. So, you know, it's a hip ad. They got a cool guy doing the voiceover. Mm -hmm. And it's just. It's oh, a cool bottle. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a cool name. Yeah, I mean they're they're nailing their marketing piece. Yeah. You know, yeah, it looks it looks kinda like that hip yeah. downtown. Like I live where I have to only take public transportation kind of or I walk everywhere. I live in my my uh loft above a store. Oh, that's you know? my that's my dream. <laughs> Remember Quicksilver your, with Quick your... Kevin Bacon? He was a bike messenger. I always thought that was the coolest apartment. If you oh, and just that hang his movie, bike and, he would hang his bike up yeah. in this giant loft. Yeah, yeah, a complete rabbit hole there. It's cool, um, but yeah. So I mean, you know, they got their appeal down. The one problem is this shit isn't good for you. It's freaking who God knows what it's made out of. Right. It doesn't even matter though. They're just they're selling the appeal of this guy's healthy. Look at him; he's muscular. He's an Adonis, and you, the dumpy chick, can get this Adonis if you just make the same healthy sacrifices that he's made. Eat these plant-based eggs, not those horrible eggs that participate in the awful animal-based agriculture system. Well, that's uh, what I don't understand. Me. It's I've said it a million times about the fake meat too. If you have to imitate right that food then that right. food is probably what we should be eating right exactly that that's a whole weird thing with vegans like with the impossible meat why are you emulating this thing that symbolizes the murder and destruction of your beloved animals right it's like they even simulate the blood like the juiciness they do. yeah like in the impossible whopper they put this like beet juice and Brine stuff in it or something sure so that it's juicy and dripping it's like Really? Wouldn't you want to avoid that if you were really grossed out by eating a cow? We should eat one when we're recording. Oh, that's a test. That's a good idea. Yeah, just do. Just bring one just, in. Just on air reaction. Actually, feedback. I should get a Impossible Whopper and a regular Whopper, and then take a bite out of each and see if you and, can tell the difference. Yeah, and you eat both a blind of them. Test. I like that. Yes, and then you eat both. <laughs> you the eat ones. both of them. I'll just watch <laughs> while I'm doing jumping jacks. <laughs> so that one that would piss me off. So. You know, and then, uh, of course, I had to, you know, here's a, here's a classic vegan doctor. Oh, doc. <laughs> doctor, he can barely lift that fork. Well, no, he had to use his shoulder. Most people just use their wrist. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he's like kipping. Half, half his body into it. Right. Just to get the fork up to his mouth. Freaking weakling. Look at that guy. And then the other, you know, poster boy for the impossible Whopper meat, whatever that Lee's involved with. Look at this guy. Could you have a more... I mean, is that guy a secretary at a library? I mean, he he's, is. He's, he's got a feminine. He's skinny fat. He's got a feminine shape. He looks like a mom, somebody's aunt, <laughs> right? Ugh. Yeah, I think he, he's, well, he's skinny fat. But having the kind of money that he does, why did There's he There's no freaking excuse, He man. goes to the same place to get a haircut as you do. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> why does he have that hair? He could literally spend a million dollars on every haircut. <laughs> right. Every 10 days and yeah. never run out of money. <laughs> God. Sometimes, I mean. I think he did it himself. Yeah, probably. He's like, I got plans for those billions. They ain't for haircuts. All right. True. So, you know, in my mind, when I think of vegans, that's what I'm, that's what I think of a dumpy, 
dumpy feminine bodied Bill Gates. Yeah, I see you're wearing a t-shirt today. Damn right. Looking pretty good, huh? <laughs> kind of revealing the goods already. <laughs> keep it tight. <laughs> keep it undercover. I'm going to go by triple X. It's just because I graduated from summer where I wore only t-shirts and shorts and then I was in my hoodie season and now I'm back to full on jacket with, with oh, regular shirt under. Right. So that's all. <clears throat> I'm all right. Keep this shit under wraps. Okay. So here's another uh, story I thought was interesting. Okay. So this guy is, and I love how they phrase this too. Man has lived on scary raw meat diet, including chicken for three years. Like, how, is he not, chicken? how is he not dead? Well, you know, that's kind of a, old school thinking you know like i think the food system has got it figured out now that you know you don't you're not as likely to die just from eating stuff you get at the store you know they got a lot more protective measures in place <laughs> like this this guy is every vegetarian's worst nightmare he's from nebraska he's been consuming a raw meat-based diet including raw chicken for the last three years and has no plans to stop 39 years old eats raw protein rich foods such as beef liver chicken and other animal organs all products are locally sourced from dairy and poultry farms now, i love that he's buying local you know well if you talk minimal, minimal liver king, fossil fuels used to ship it to him liver king says if you know where it came from right eat it raw Right, because, yeah, and he's a big proponent of that. But if you don't know where it came from, freeze it, then yeah, eat it then raw. Then eat it raw. <laughs> Never cook it. Right. So, anecdotally, he says... Uh, but but honestly, could liver be any worse cooked or raw than I, it is cooked? <laughs> right. I don't like... Yeah, I don't like liver since I was a kid, so... Liver, to me, raw People liver it, smells... Raw liver smells like steak that went super bad yeah. and you have to throw it <laughs> right yeah i just i've mentally haven't got there yet with the liver and you can tell it's liver kink too because he always puts like tons of salt on it or like honey <laughs> or some <laughs> shit yeah he's not just he's not taking it he's not raw dogging it you know it is raw the testicles oh yes that's right okay so what he says is um He's never been in better health physically and mentally, better than I've ever been in my life. He no longer eats processed foods and spends about $140 a week. Bing, on ding, his ding, meals. ding, ding, ding. No right. longer eats processed foods. Yeah. Whether he eats this stuff raw or not is almost irrelevant. Right. You know, that's really just kind of the shock value of the piece. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he says he snacks, eats two or three meals a day, sometimes skips breakfast, eats three or four raw eggs and a piece of fruit. So there's the dude <laughs> holding some raw stuff there. Raw liver. Yep. What is that? Raw swordfish. Seriously? Wow, yep. So it says raw swordfish. Crazy. I would raw I eat, well, if you well, order real sushi. tuna steak. Yeah, I mean. That's raw. Yeah. It's rare, but it's raw. Interesting thing, what, what, what attracted me to this story was he said he changed his diet when he started to feel brain fogginess, decreased energy, and eczema. So that was what kind of led him to the, you know, this kind of elimination style diet. The eczema thing, that is, um, that happened to Adam Schaefer on Mind Pump. Mm. Remember he had eczema and his skin right. was shitty and he went carnivore? And it went away. It yeah. went away. Yeah. 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 I think that, and who knows what exactly is causing it, but you know, when you go down, you know, it's not the meat because when you go down, when all these people go down to a, just a meat only diet, the eczema goes away. And a lot of these autoimmune things go away. Um, so it's kind of interesting. He, he does eat some fruit. Raw chicken. But I wanted, he's got a shirtless picture here too. So he's in pretty good shape, you know? Raw chicken though. Yeah. Yeah. That's a mental hurdle I'd have to. Yeah. I don't know if I could get there. I'm not afraid of it. Like I don't, I'm not worried about the poisoning or whatever. It I'm stinks. just, it's just gross. Raw chicken stinks. Yeah. It's gross to me. So interesting there. Now to take this one step further, here's where the vegans are at. <laughs> Oomph, that must be a vegan um, Company. producer, yeah. reveals first ever vegan burger to replicate the taste of human meat. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Right? What? So look at the hands. Why are the hands like that? Because <laughs> he was digging in the garden, bro. No, he was digging or in the graveyard. Burying, burying a body. <laughs> yeah. So how... 
you know, Swedish alt meat company Oomph is celebrating Halloween with an unusual new product. Residents of Stockholm will be invited to sample the first vegan burger to replicate the taste of human meat. We are uh, going. It tastes like pig. <laughs> tastes like pork. I want to know who tested this. Like, how are they, how are they verifying this? Promoting the scariest plant based meat, meat ever. So, this is just shock. You know, yeah. that's all it is. But it looks good, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got the photography for Get Out. They got yeah. the nice side lighting with the, you know, gives a little bit of the highlights. Got makes the it char. Moist. Yep. The char and the bun and everything. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. So, human meat plant based burger. Dare to taste it? No, but not for that reason. And, and an unrelated story. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> reports. Record low earnings. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's get into uh, Halloween. Oh yeah. Halloween and our and our cutting challenge. And, and now, we, Eve. Now, now we've had a first full week since we did our measurements. Our first full week of cutting. Um, and I saw this story. Okay. Basically, on our local news here, in the story headline is "Don't punish yourself for indulging over Halloween weekend." And I watched the story, and basically their whole thesis is, "Ah, go ahead, chow down." And and they were using like a lot of the exercise people's retort, which they normally would say, "Hey, if you eat that Snickers, it's like half hour on the treadmill or whatever." A hundred rupees. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they were saying, "Ah, who cares? You know, just go nuts. Um, don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up." Um, so, but then they were trying to make it seem like exercise. People were saying that you could target the Snickers for elimination, uh, which nobody claims that right. it's just calories burned. Right. And the Snickers is super calorically dense. Very. That's all we're saying. Right. So as a, you know, if we're as fitness people recommending not to eat the Snickers, it's because you're overeating a shit ton of calories. It's not that Oh, now you have to do half hour on the treadmill and eliminate that Snickers because it'll target that Snickers you just ate. No, nobody's that stupid. Like here, th- those jumping jacks aren't going to tell your body, okay, I'm specifically burning off this candy bar. No one says that. Right. No one claims that. It's just the amount of calories you took in. That's all That's it is. That's a straw man. Exactly. Completely made up. Um, and then, oh, here, I thought this was interesting. Smith and Walters both emphasize eating a candy bar or two is not going to negate the progress you've made in the gym or on the scale. You don't know that. Well, we know it quickly could. Could, but you don't know. You can eliminate a week's worth. What if they're... In one yeah, swoop. What if they're, uh, what if they're not, not in that much of a deficit? Right. It's just math. Right. So you don't know. Unless, yeah, unless you you're can't tracking. say that. Unless you're tracking and measuring, you don't know if it's screwing up their progress or not. So, most likely it is because most likely people overeat when they start getting into the Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. And they're probably not tracking to begin with. And they're probably not eating in a deficit. So, and they probably had three squares right, that exactly. day. Right. It's not like they're like, well, skip supper for the, right. to have the Snickers. It's like, no, let's have some pizza. And then I'll, eat, then I'll tear into the Snickers. Yep. And a few beers. <laughs> exactly. What, bro? It's Halloween. So just no one understand yeah. what you're doing. Right. Don't trick yourself and rationalize and, you know, like if you say, okay, I'm just going to go off the rails, just own it. Say I'm going off the rails. That's what I did. Right. I mean, I didn't get super crazy. But I when was, you went down, I was a pre-cut when you were, you, when you were doing your bulk weekend. Oh, for, for sure. sporting events, you were just going off. Right. And, you, you know, you weren't claiming that, oh, I, I worked that off. No. By going up and down these stadium stairs. Right. But but Sunday night, I did have candy. Right. Even though we're in the middle of a competition. Yeah. Because Halloween is one of my days. Right. Out of the year. Yep. But I didn't go ham like I usually do. Right. But I did have a couple of each. Here's the picture that I sent you. Oh, right. I said, not today, Satan. Because they had That's, it piled you didn't up expect for donation. Me. You didn't expect me to reply that I had that stuff, did you? <laughs> Well, I didn't know. I was just, I was just trying to stay strong. That's all. And I was just saying, "Holy shit! Look at this pile in front of me." And luckily, that was packaged for donation. Oh, because my wife limits the kids and says you get to pick up ten pieces, and the rest is getting getting donated. Oh, otherwise they they would eat those bags. You know, yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> well, right, but we don't want them to turn out chubby. <laughs> We're trying to prevent that. Um, <clears throat> So this meme was funny too, and I was I played at a bar on on a Saturday night, and everybody was in costume, 
you know, and the average age is probably 45, and it's <laughs> this Larry the Cable That's guy says, funny. if you ever wondered what Batman would look like if he got old and let himself go and attend, attend a ha- adult's Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of fat mans. Oh. <laughs> a lot of fat mans. A lot of a lot of pretty hilarious costumes. Seriously though, not to be superficial yep. and shallow, but I'm going to. Okay, bring it on. If you're not built that to a to the extent it don't go as tar, it, don't go as Tarzan if you can't pull it off, right? If it doesn't lend <laughs> to the theme of the costume, yeah. don't do it. Well, just skip the Batman and go straight for Homer Simpson. Right. Although, unless, or, you're, unless you're going to Batman, Homer Simpson going that bat, as Batman. <laughs> or unless you're Chris Farley fat, then it's just freaking hilarious. Th- then it's, yes, right. if, it's, if you go that far. Like when they did the Chippendale skit with him and Patrick Swayze. Yes. I mean, yes. if you go as that for Halloween, then, yeah. you know, you're my, you're my hero. Yeah, but if you go as Batman and you look like Bill but, Gates. Yeah, if you think you're looking good, <sighs> yeah, that, that's pretty cringe. I said the worst were the the superheroes are just the worst. Oh yeah, because it's always the tights and the fat tight Thor shirt and, and the yeah. fat Superman and well, Fat Thor was in the movie though, wasn't he? Yeah, he but he let wore, himself go. Yeah, but he had the pajamas and bathrobe and shit on. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. There's the, yeah. Good stuff. So <clears throat> yeah, Halloween. Halloween's interesting. I I held I held firm through Halloween, but the Monday. I found a stash of some left over and I did gobble a few and and then immediately flogged myself. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I celebrated. I was trying to cuz for me I'm so freaking I'm so binary that right. I just was like fuck. That's why I'm binary too. Mm. So I had some and I didn't limit myself. Yeah. But I did eat really 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 well and plentiful right before the candy went out. Mm. So you. Less, so I wasn't super hungry. hungry. Yeah. yeah, that's a good tactic. So tell me about how what your approach has been for for this first week and husband working out. How you feeling so far? Uh, good. My approach has been pretty simple. Um, I'm just fasting in the morning every day. I don't eat until twelve thirty one o'clock, and then twelve thirty one o'clock is usually something. Light or small in quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, like yesterday, it was a shake. Mm. That's it for lunch. And then, did you cut out your evening giant thing of yogurt? No, I made room for it. Oh shit! So you know what I did instead of cutting that out? Well, I was going to say that I it would give of, you a longer fasting window too, right? If you were to cut that out and go till noon. Well, no, I, I still ate that, but I don't do it late. Oh, okay. Yep. So, what time are you done eating? Around seven. Okay, so I mean, you're still getting it's still like 14, 16 hours. Oh yeah, every day. So that's yep. pretty. It gives your body a lot of time to burn. Mm-hmm. Yep. But <clears throat> what I did is, like you mentioned a little bit ago, it's just just math. Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay, well, what do I got to give up? Well, let's not try and boil the ocean the first week. Yeah, right. Of a thirteen week challenge. Um, so I started fasting again and then I have a light lunch and then I eat real whole foods for supper and I don't track. Yep. I think that's good. I didn't track at all. I just, I just eat plants. You're counting on the satiety. I ate plants and lean protein. Yep. And then I didn't limit myself. Because you know, the inherent satiety of those foods will limit the consumption of them. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because the volume, I just couldn't go on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So for me, I've been, see, I'm trying to not go whole hog and boil the ocean, like you said. That's my problem is like, if I just go, all right, bucket, I'm fasting, overload on the fasting, then my metabolism is going to go, all right, we need to adjust down. Mm -hmm. And then I start burning less calories. See, what you just said is the, Perfect way to do it if this was four weeks. Exactly. And that's why bodybuilders do the last couple of weeks. Right. Because they just have to shred that last little yep. bit and get super dry, as they call it. Right. In fact, they limit their water. Oh, for sure. They I need mean, water yeah. pills. Right. I mean, they're trying to like be as dry as they can, and that's what makes them feel like complete crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe late January we'll get there, but 
Right. <laughs> if I start doing that now, that's a just a death jump sentence. of the gun a little bit. Yeah. Completely. So for me, it really, it's really hard to find that balance of okay, I need to make sure I'm eating enough. Or I don't slow down my metabolism. So what I've been doing is I've been eating twice a day. And for lunch, I just have – I go to, through McDonald's and get my two patties, you know, just oh. the, the regular American beef, um, just just that. And then for supper, I just have whatever we have at home. But I try to just eat the meat. So, you know, <laughs> like the other day, I had spam. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I can hear your I blood felt, pressure go up. I felt like – I felt like this. I'm probably fucking up eating this, but – like, I don't even know for sure what's in it, but it's mostly meat. Hormel doesn't. <laughs> right, exactly. It's unknown. It's being, right. it's being studied by scientists to see what's in it. Yeah, um, I don't... So uh, that and eggs. So eggs, 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 I had a few here and there sporadically, but not many because I'm trying to limit the fat. Yeah. But what I didn't do most of, the, most of this last week, the first half I had a little bit here and there. Problem is, is, I'm still pretty frugal, so right. I'm like, I'm like, well, that's probably not on the yeah. schedule, but I'm not throwing it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, after the first stuff, right, exactly. But after the first few days, um, I've been no cheese, and that's where I cu- I gave up the cheese. I did that too. I right. normally I get my patties with cheese on them, but yep. that's it, McDonald's. That's like melted down petroleum, so right. I, I just right. skip that crap. <sighs> and when you get into it, it's like, okay. Here's my balance. It's a che- like it's like a checking account. Yep. I have a thousand dollars, or I have I have I have twenty four hundred dollars in my to checking spend account, a day. Yep. and I get to spend that every day. What am I going to spend it on? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the cheese, the sh- the cheddar cheese that goes in the ground beef, because it doesn't enhance the ground beef that much right. to make it worth spending that money of my twenty four hundred dollars exactly on that cheese. Yep. So I cut the cheese out. Um, I kept the um, the the yogurt bowl, mm-hmm. but I measure out the nuts. Oh, so you're making trying to keep that to limit that a little bit. Yeah, where <clears throat> where it, before it was whatever fit in that bowl. No, I liked your one uh, idea you had about this. I think is really sp- spot on, and mathematically this works too. Just build more muscle because let's say you didn't lose right. an ounce of fat. Right. If you just built more muscle, your body fat percentage will go down. Right. So even if you didn't lose a single ounce of fat, you could go in there looking almost exactly like you did in the before picture. But if you have more beef on you, mm-hmm. that number will be lower and you could technically win. Right. If you built enough. Harder to do. Hard to do. It takes time. Right. But, you know, I think that's a smart strategy and maybe even to build for the first half almost. And, that, and when I told you that, that's what I'm doing. Right. I'm totally... Um, focusing on the training aspect. Yep. So, yeah, for me, it's just really trying to strike that balance of yep. I got to get that protein every day. So you, you got us. I'm trying I mean, not to fast because my instinct is fast. Right. I'm trying to repress that and force myself to eat protein. Because I think you noticed when we did the, um, where's the thing? Oh, you took it off. Which one? Oh, the, is it this one? How fat is Josh? Remember when we were doing that? Yeah. You actually Pretty fat. R- ran into the, the metabolism the down. going, yeah, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Yes. Yeah, you so, just plateau out. Right. Yeah, you, need st- you stop burning. So you, you have to keep giving your body what it's expecting. If you go too low, that's why all, all the literature you read on cutting never says, you know, be in a huge deficit. It's like yeah. 250 to 500 yep. calories a day, depending yep. on nothing crazy, nothing crazy because you have to just yep. drip it down. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really the trick is that this is a marathon, you know, like I said, if it was a four week, it'd be like, just starve yourself. Yeah. Lose a bunch of fat. Right. Maybe. And then hope that your muscle is of a pound of muscle. Right. You know, hopefully you're not atrophying a bunch of muscle, but since this is 13 weeks, you can't do that. You got to really just do a slow and steady. It's right. like you got your, what they call that, like on when you're landing, like the flight path or whatever, you know, oh, the, right, the approach. Right. Yep. You know, you can't crash. Right. You can't just go a mile before the runway. <laughs> you know, you got to just follow that flight path and glide in so you land perfectly three point. Right. That was a good analogy right there. I'll I'm, give I'm it patenting you. that. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, it's not a, it, it's definitely not a parachute. No, exactly. So one, one of the th- techniques 
is is called this PSMF, the Protein Sparing Modified Fast. Uh, as I get closer to the end, this is probably what I'll utilize. So this is basically a, a way to lose body fat while preserving muscle and avoiding rebound binging due to cravings. So they talk about the nutrient-dense PSMF, Protein Sparing Modified Fast. So what is a Protein Sparing Modified Fast? Broadly defined as a diet that contains adequate protein to preserve lean muscle mass while limiting energy from both carbohydrates and fats. So really, it's just prioritizing protein. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is. Wait, where have I heard that before? Yeah, a lot. Dr. Ted, baby. So, and the reasons, you know, it goes into a couple of reasons here. Maximizing satiety, um, which you're doing that by picking the lean meats. But Yeah, and just treating, treating fat for volume. Exactly. Yep. So if you prioritize the protein, you know, it keeps the satiety up and then preserves the muscle. And if you're eating in a surplus, it would grow the muscle. But since this is a fast, uh, mm-hmm. you're probably you're just preserving. So this is something to probably utilize towards the end, end of a cutting challenge um, where you're operating in a deficit, but most of the calories you consume are protein. Right. So it minimizes the loss of any of the lean muscle. Because if you go into this second weighing you know or second measuring at the end and you lost muscle well guess what your body fat percentage is yeah could be the same if, if you didn't or worse if we didn't have a corresponding loss of fat exactly with it right but even so yeah it would have you could to drop be, both have to be greater and you can still have the same percentage so i mean right. no matter what you have to preserve the muscle and lose the fat targeting those mm-hmm. is that's really the trick so that's going to be interesting to see one thing i did notice um, this last week, which I don't like, so I have to performance uh, loss. Yeah, yeah, you you mentioned that big time, <laughs> and that's when I said I recommend eating a loaf of bread every day <laughs> to counteract uh, that. Man, we had to do these <laughs> cleans last night. It was a brutal workout. You just ran out of energy. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even ran out. Like when the workout just wasn't there. We had a strength portion in the beginning where it was one front squat, one push press once push jerk all in the same you couldn't put the bar down Mm -hmm. and when i just like was on the rig and i went underneath the bar just to put it in the front rack i'm like the 45 pound bar i'm like this feels like 300 pounds (laughs) you were just like fatigued yeah wow i was just because you didn't you weren't full of that energy right i was just dragging ass yeah and that was the day that i had I think, I think it was, yeah, that was yesterday. And I just had a shake for lunch. I fasted till lunch and then I just came home and had collagen protein and PB2, powder PB2 and some coconut milk. Right. Blended up with ice. Yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a reason that those marathon runners slurped on the glucose packs. Right. You know, right. They're feeling that performance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, that's That's one of the uh, unfortunate effects. Of, of doing this. All right. Okay, let's get into our topic for the day. And I'm going to show you this. This is what triggered this topic idea. I saw this meme, and it said, there's no evidence that suggests a human cancer cell can use anything but glucose. I thought that was interesting. That triggered me thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And I know nothing, but I do have a microphone. So we're going to just talk about this, this subject matter a little bit. And this is a controversial topic. You know, people claim that cancer, you know, lives on, fuels off of sugar. There's people who say that's that's complete bullshit. You know, I don't know. But I thought I bet the, this meme was I'm kind of not gonna interesting. Go, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. Oh, God, don't say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I bet the Venn diagrams between these Sugar cancer people and the anti-vax are f- fucking right over the top of that each other. That sugar fuels cancer? Or that cancer feeds on sugar? No, that it doesn't. Oh, that it doesn't. So, oh. like, that guy, his Venn di- di- or he's an anti-vaxxer. That's my point. That Their Venn diagrams are right over the top of each other. Right, but he's saying that sugar loves, or cancer loves sugar. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And it's, just, it's kooky. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it is. Let's let's look. Okay. Now here's one. Now we're going to use Steve Jobs as kind of a 
you don't think touch point but, here. But, but we'll go into this, and I'm super interested. And I, I probably read all this before, but <laughs> you don't think somebody in a lab goes, "Hmm, what an easy fix. Let's study that." And then they go, "Oh no, that doesn't work." Well, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Why stuff, wouldn't they? Well, probably because they can't get people they to stop eating sugar. Well, they grow cancer cells in a petri dish. Right. Don't feed it sugar. Does they still live? Yep, they still live. Well, hypothesis blown to shit. Next, next question. <laughs> well, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> right. I don't know. But I, it, it's interesting to talk about because it is a hot topic. Right. And there's, you know, there's so many, so, you know, bad effects or positive effects, depending on how you look at it, of, and plus what is even is sugar, Right. Like, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about table sugar? Are we talking about sugar from fruit juices? Are we talking right. about sugar, you know, from eating a fruit? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the the glucose that your brain, your body will make from eating meat? You know right. what I mean? Because, like, when you're on carnivore or fasting, I mean, it's not like your body isn't still producing glucose. Right. It still is, but it's making it. Right. What do they call it? Gluconeogenesis, right? Yep. Yep. So, I mean, you don't have to eat spoonfuls of table sugar for your body to produce the glucose that it needs to live. Right. The trick is when it's in excess, what is that doing to your body? Right. And you know, why are people diabetic? You know, how all the sugar and the glucose interacts, you know, the dietary things you take in, how they interact but, with your hormones. Sure. Sure. And what sparks cancer? I mean, obviously this is all unknown, right? Cause they don't know if they knew this shit, they'd have it cured. Right. So that's right. really at the bottom line is they don't know. Sure. So we can't make any declarations like that guy's an idiot or no, 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 no. Steve Jobs was stupid or smart right. about his diet. Uh, all we can do is look at what's occurred and, you know, make the best you choice you can be- for yourself. But you have to, be- again, back to my original point, I don't, I'm not smarter than anybody. Well, I'll say. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Cancer itself is probably the most extensively researched thing on the planet. And still somebody and still being and researched. Cancer is pretty much undefeated, you know. Right. That's the problem. So in all this time, nobody just fucking fell backwards into oh, it's sugar. Well, I don't know. They, uh, they obviously haven't cured it, so they don't know they haven't been able to stop it. From germinating. That's the problem. You know, there's all kinds of treatments and right. surgeries and stuff, but they can't figure out why it sparks. So, you know, until they do, we're going to have to assume that you're probably going to get cancer at some point in your life, you know? Oh, you're, so, you're, you're either gen- genetically predisposed or you're not. Right. Well, and, that, and that's, that's yep. one take on it. And I, I think there's definitely, that's definitely a huge factor. Um, but then there's, you know, the environment you're in. Plus the stuff Mm-mm. you're putting in your body, all Mm-mm. those things. Mm-mm. You still need to be genetically predisposed. So you think there's like two different people from two different genetic lines? If they, you know, live under power lines and eat lead paint and whatever, one will get cancer and the other one won't. One million percent. Okay, that's fact. That's that's no, no. I'm I'm repeating what smart people figured out. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not my opinion. Right. Yeah, but that may be true. I don't know. Well, then they should be able to but genetically identify it at least well, then, right? They so can. You know. Well, they can. But here's the thing. If somebody, the, the whole point is if somebody, I know where your mind's going. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is if you're genetically predisposed, then don't fucking live under the power lines and eat lead paint. Well, right. And that's really what we're, what we're from a dietary and fitness perspective, what we're looking at is, let's say you're Steve Jobs. You got money's no object. Yep. Right. And he's predisposed. You get diagnosed. Yep. Hey, you got you got pancreatic cancer. This sucks. <clears throat> what do I do? He goes, I'm going fruitarian, I'm bitches. I'm going to eat fruit. I'm going fruitarian. Somebody convinced him, and he bought it. Well, you know why? He because pushed he, all his chips to the center of the table. Yep, and because he was b- big vegetarian before that. So he oh, was already kind of oh. on that train. Okay. And, you know- what did it help him or did it hurt him? I don't know. There's a lot of different perspectives. Okay, now this this one is that it prolonged his life. Okay, because well, look at the domain name Fruitarian Bodybuilder. So <laughs> obviously he's pro fruit, <laughs> right? So he says it's probably that guy in that egg commercial. 
exactly. So he talks about how, you know, he was basically vegan, vegetarian most of his life because he read some book in the 70s talking about how, you know, animal agriculture was destroying the planet or something. Um, so he was like vegan before it was cool even. Back then in the 70s, if you're a vegan, that was like, you were the weirdo. Oh, yeah. So he bought into that and went nuts being a fruitarian. And there's a lot of people that say that that hastened his death. Sure. But this guy obviously doesn't. He thinks it prolonged it and that he would have died sooner without it. So just an example of one well, of the it's confirmation bias. Well, exactly. He's just I mean, trying to make sure it fits. Exactly. Now, this here's an interesting anecdotal take. When Steve Jobs was that biopic was going to be made and Aston oh, Kutcher. Yeah. Well, ran, it was made. Wasn't well, it? Well, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Or when they were making it, I should oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Aston Kutcher tried the fruitarian diet. He and did. Ended up in the hospital. Shut up. <laughs> Which, you know, that's anecdotal, but still. So he says, when Aston Kutcher portrayed Steve Jobs in the 2013 movie Jobs, he intensely studied and implemented the Apple co-founder's behaviors, including his unusual eating habits. So he talks about how, um, oh, he was on Hot Ones. He said he was the craziest thing. He experimented on and off with the fruitarian diet, which is a strict vegetarian diet that emphasizes mostly eating fruit as well as some nuts, seeds, and grains. Jobs would also fast for periods of time, sometimes weeks or days, and he stuck to these eating patterns even when his health began to decline. Um, he said Jobs was interested in the healing properties of fruit. And according to Isaacson's book, the Apple co-founder was turned on to the fruit diet in college after reading the book, The Mucusless Diet Healing System by Arnold Errett. That's what it was. That was the, the book he read in the 70s. Oh, I, I remember. Maybe it was in the movie. Or maybe I just read this somewhere and it's in the recesses of my mind. But <laughs> that's why it's Apple. Oh, Okay. Yep. Right, that makes sense now. It yep. all comes together. Sometimes Jobs would stick to eating a few specific fruits at a time, such as apples and carrots, according to Isaacson's book. Kutcher heard that Jobs drank a lot of Odwalla, carrot, Odwalla, never heard of that, carrot juice specifically, even to the point where his skin developed an orange hue. <laughs> and Isaacson writes that Jobs stocked the Macintosh offices with Odwalla organic orange and carrot juices. Interesting. <clears throat> so I just started drinking carrot juice nonstop all day long, Kutcher told Hot Ones. Then one night, Kutcher felt a shooting pain in his back and had to go to the hospital. He says he was diagnosed with pancreatitis, which is inflammation of the pancreas. Steve Jobs had pancreatic cancer. Right. And then now he's following Steve Jobs' diet, and then his pancreas gets inflamed. That can't be good. I mean, that seems a little too coincidental mm -hmm. to be... A coincidence. Right. It says, my pancreas was crazy out of whack. The pancreas is a gland that's responsible for controlling blood glucose levels, plus releasing insulin and other enzymes that help with digestion. Then, I, then I'm getting freaked out, like, oh, my God, I've become Steve Jobs, because Steve Jobs died of pancreatic cancer in 2011. But eating excessive amounts of fruit does not cause pancreatic cancer. Now, okay, so there's you know evidence for your thing is it was going to happen. He was going to get it regardless. The question at hand is, if you can't prevent getting cancer, when you have the diagnosis, then should you, like you said, push all the chips in and go, fruit, baby, fruit juice all day. Now, when I hear this anecdotal story, this, makes, did. this makes me think, that can't be good. <laughs> you know, he does it for oh, a couple of weeks and he ends up in the hospital with an inflamed pancreas. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's but, not good. That's not a good data point. But also it's to your not point, very pro fruitarian. But also to, to just to clarify, when I said predisposed with the the cancer gene, right? That doesn't mean you're going to get cancer, right? It just means you possess it. And if your lifestyle and environmental factors Bingo. contribute, you might right. exacerbate. Yeah, or that could cause you to get it to express it, as they yes. say. But somebody couldn't go, if you don't have the cancer gene, or if you don't have the this, this the genetic makeup, this applies to type 2 diabetes too. If you don't have that genetic makeup in your body, you can't just eat Hostess cupcakes all day long and get type 2. You don't think anybody could? Nope. Mm -hmm. No, I've, I've done plenty of research Seems on like that. Seems like most people could. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's not a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people that don't Because a lot of people it. are doing it without even trying. Right. I mean, and they have it. You should have seen Fat Man. 
at the at the Halloween party the other no, night. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so this to me this is a little coincidental. Right. You know. So if you get pancreatic cancer, you might not want to go the fruitarian route. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, don't uh don't double down. You know. But um, I I respect that he said he he went out, he chose a hill. And he died on Exa- it. Yeah, literally. But I, I like, yeah, I like my, his, you can't argue with his discipline. Right. That he wasn't disciplined. And, you know, money was no object. See, but. He had access to the best medical professionals in the world. And that's where he. I wonder what they were saying to him, by the way. You're an idiot. I wonder. I guarantee it. And But he's that type of person. He just pushed him further, so here's down, what I further want to know. down the rabbit hole. Just to, you know, completely indulge my own personal biases. If. Steve Jobs would have got the cancer, the pancreatic cancer diagnosis back in whatever, 2000, whatever he get, whatever he got it. If he would have said, fuck it, I'm going carnivore, would he have lived longer? That's what I want to know. Who Versus not? it seems like the fruitarian diet hastened his exit. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. See, I have a little bit of that Steve Jobs gene in me mm-hmm. where I would be like, I'm going to do some crazy shit. Yep. Oh, I'd be. You'd, not chemo. When you get that, Yeah. I'm going to do I'm, I'm with shit. you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'll go to the ends of the earth right. to try anything. But where me and Steve Jobs differ in personality is I would have went, fuck it, I'm fruitarian for like eight days. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? like, give me the meat. Switch it up. Switch it up. Let's go. We're running out of time. Switch it up. Well, the thing is, how long do you wait before yeah, you He go, just went down swinging. Before you right. know it's working or not. Right. I mean, that, you know, by then you're just. That's a well, you'll one. know. It's like well, it's like Aston Kutcher ended up in the hospital after a couple of weeks. Of it. Right. So if I eat if I eat meat for eight days and they're like, oh, it's cancer. The growth seems to be slowing. Boom. Figured it out. Yeah. You can you tell in eight days though? I don't know. That's the thing. But that's all. That's all I would give it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's just how I'm wired. Now here's here's another interesting way of looking at it. So this is a uh, like a low carb guy. This is from the Weston Price Foundation. Now he's rebutting this Dr. John McGoogle or McDougal who claims that the, the fruitarian diet and his vegan diet, he left 30 years after getting right. cancer. Okay. Steve, here's the claim. Steve jobs lived more than 30 years after developing pancreatic cancer. Thanks to his vegan diet. That's the preposterous claim made by Dr. John McDougal in a lecture that has been viewed by more than 52,000 people on YouTube and puts the link and I'll put the link as well. And widely touted in the vegan community as a scientifically sound example of vegan think. (laughs) McDougal speculates that jobs first developed cancer in his twenties, which might well be the case given that most cancers develop years before diagnosis. But by that line of thinking, anyone diagnosed with cancer who has made it to midlife could be living 30 years past the initial cancer cell divide. Yeah, so that's just mm-hmm. really a bullshit, nice. bullshit argument. Most of the people who have been on the standard American diet, high in sugar, starch, factory farmed animal products, and all American junk food. Somehow McDougal holds that animal products cause those cancers, but Jobs' nearly lifelong obsession with veganism could only have prolonged his life. So yeah, if that was the case, he wouldn't have got the cancer, according to this vegan guy, because he was vegan most of the time. Right. So then why did he end up with the cancer then? Because he was predisposed. If that's, well, I'm saying if that's what this <laughs> I know. guy's argument is. It had nothing is. to do with. Yeah. So, interesting. The, the vegan didn't, wouldn't stop, save him. And, you know, so w- whether you're predisposed or not, that's almost a meaningless point because, okay, that's already in the cards. So now it's a question of, are you giving yourself the best chance of well, you, developing like Kevin Hart, not? Like Kevin Hart says, though, you don't have to help it. Well, right. If you're predisposed, you don't have to help it. Exactly. And unless you know, then you should be always erring on the side of not helping it. Why do you think when you go to the doctor, they're, they're not just nosy? <laughs> Is your mom alive? No. How did she die? Right. That's why they want to know. Oh, yeah. The history. Right. Yep. That will tell you if you're predisposed or not. Exactly. So, yeah, that's an interesting point. So, but, you know, you're kind of saying, well, we can't with our diets decide whether we get cancer or not. But since we don't know if we're predisposed or not, shouldn't we always be on operating under the assumption of we want to. Yeah, absolutely. Give it the on the least side of chance caution. possible. Right. Right? Absolutely. But so, I mean, if you walk into the doctor's office. Then it's a question of his approach then. Right. In Steve Jobs' mind, drink all the carrot juice. Yep. And your skin don't eat the meat. Until your skin. In looked, my opinion, like eat all the. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you should just drink carrot juice. <laughs> you did. wouldn't have to get sprayed. Right. But in my mind, it's eat all the meats, skip the carrot juice. Sure. You know, so how do you 
pick the approach. That's really what we're right. That's really what we're arguing about here. Is if you don't know, and obviously, like you said, this the cancer cells split years before you know. Right. So right. while it's happening, in fact, you could have cancer right now, do we? Right. <laughs> Freaky, right? So you want to give your body the best chance of swatting it down or extending your life. For sure. So, and I don't know what it is. You know, maybe I'm just stupid, but, or completely biased, but. But why wouldn't you, if, if, here's, here's my theory. It's been debunked by science. But. The sugar feeds cancer, you mean. Right. But what's the harm? Just eat some steak. What's the harm? Right. What are the what if? Exactly. What if? But and then but he would make the same exact argument the other way. Carrot juice is great for you. What's the harm? Eat that. You've been doing it healthier. since you were twenty. Didn't work. <laughs> well, but then if he was predisposed to get the cancer anyway. No, 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 no. But he got it and it progressed. He was still drinking that juice the whole time. You don't the only way you know is if you literally have an identical twin that right. lives in the well, exact same circumstances but, as you. But if he got and it one when, of you eats meat and one but, of you doesn't. But if he got it when he was twenty according to McDougal. Right. If he got it when he was 20, and then he was diagnosed when he was, what, 48, 50? Something like that. So he got it when he was 20, diagnosed when he was 50. That's 30 years of doing what he- He's he, exacerbating or- Well, that- he, Or, or he didn't, making it better or worse. He didn't change anything. Well, yeah, because he didn't know, and he thought he was doing what was going to be the healthiest for him and the planet. Right. So, but- you're missing my point. Apparently. He didn't change anything. Right. Once he got found out. So. Oh, right. So if that's like, say you're, you started eating carnivore when you were 20 and, at, and at 50, you got diagnosed with cancer and then you're like, you know what? I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat carnivore. That'll cure it. <laughs> you fuck, you've been doing that since you were 20. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I'm confused now because you're, you're basically saying the cancer is going to happen regardless. No. Cancer is not going to happen regardless. I'm saying it happened to him and he kept eating the way he was all along. Right. And then at, when he found out, he said, I'm going to beat it by eating. Well, exactly. We have been eating this well, whole in his time. Mind, yeah. In his mind, he was like, well, good thing I'm eating healthy. So it's going to prolong it. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, I just, I just thought of this. I guess maybe the difference is, is that when he found out, the di when he got the diagnosis, he switched to fruit. Right, or, or before maybe, it was just vegan. vegetarian or whatever. Yeah. He just went hardcore. Like, kind of like if I was eating ketovore and I just went full carnivore. Carnivore. Like, okay, now I'm going right. to like fully do the healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Mean, that, this, that makes more sense. This stuff is so clouded by bias, though. Right. I mean, you can't escape it. That's why I wish, I wish that they knew. Here's a, here's a better analogy. Uh, Mr. Colt, you have lung cancer from 30 years of smoking. I knew it. Two packs a day for 30 years. I'm going to go to four. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what Jobs right. did. Well, right. And luckily, <clears throat> the science is clear on smoking, right? I right. mean, not right. a person right. on the planet disagrees with that. Right. So if only they could determine that about all substances, you know, if they knew car for carrot juice or fructose or whatever, if they could but declare if the, whether that right. made it bad, worse or not. Right. Here's a question for you. So then you're saying people but, that smoke... The, the only ones that have the unlucky cancer gene are the ones that get it. So there's people that smoke four packs a day and just ride it out and never even. They could get lung disease, but yeah, not lung cancer. Hmm. Absolutely. Still not good for them no matter what. Oh, no. There's emphysema, <laughs> there's COPD and <laughs> right. Plenty of reasons not to smoke. Right. Yeah, there's Even if he dodges the cancer gene. Right. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I just don't buy it that Steve Jobs was diagnosed with cancer, e eating plants his whole life. And then the solution to beating it wasn't chemotherapy or modern medicine. It was, well, just more plants. Yeah. An even more hardcore version. Right. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. <clears throat> but we'll never know because, you know, unless there was a twin that lived, that followed him around and lived in the exact same way. And then one of them switched to carnivore when they got the diagnosis or maybe before, and, and to see how they wouldn't would have you, fared differently. Wouldn't you just do a 180, though? You'd think. He, he just was like, well, no, I, I mean, really got to commit. See, I could see, <clears throat> like me, being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer 
and then going fruitarian. Because it would be the literally opposite of what I'm doing. Right. And that I get. Yeah. But to just double down, I don't know. Yeah, He's smarter than me. So well, I don't what I'm well, still here. There's no there's no <laughs> doubting his discipline. Right. And that's the problem is you don't know where to focus that power and that discipline. Right. You know, if you knew for sure, like like everyone agrees, you know, that exercising is better than not. Right. So if somebody said you could be more healthy by doing it, you know, then it's just a question of discipline. Sure. For him, it wasn't a question of discipline. It was where to focus the efforts. But you see it and it's even with the whole cancer and fruitarian thing, but it was also evident even in his professional life. Right. Because how many people told Apple, you can't do that. That'll yeah. fail. You can't compete. Yeah, he was just stubborn. And y- yeah. You just had a motor in him that pushed forward no matter and, what. And people told him Apple will never be successful and neither will be in a fruitarian. Right. And he and he was an expert at ignoring right. the voices yep. and just going, fuck it, I'm going to do what I think. Yep. Yeah, and to his detriment, ultimately, maybe, you know. But, yeah, he was a great inventor and entrepreneur. It would work well for that, maybe not so well for this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard to say. I mean, if you're a kind of guy that ignores your doctors. But, you know, I, I struggle with this because the last two doctor departments I've been at, I ignored them because they one guy said, eat more fiber, you know, and then the other guy said, Change your diet, or you're gonna have to be on a statin. And I was like, "F that!" To both of those guys, mm-hmm. right? So, right. is that blind, blind allegiance to meat? You know, like like Steve Jobs was to carrot juice. <laughs> Maybe you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm avoiding their just you know years of what they've just been reflexively saying, and in my mind has been disproved, and anecdotally works for me. So what happens when you go back in next spring? Like, holy and, fuck, look at that six-pack. No, What the, are you even doing? Yeah, congratulations. You must be eating a lot of fiber. You look good. None, by the way, bitch. By the way, your cholesterol, your arteries look like the I-29 overpass. So. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Clogged. That, that was a horrible analogy. Yeah. Oh, you should have said it five. Oh, a little bit before. Yeah, around five. Yeah, 450. <laughs> The five ten. Well, here's the thing. My so cholesterol probably will be do high. You, do you go fruitarian then? You know what? My cholesterol probably will be high, but I got to get that CAC because okay. that's the true test. Okay, so this is all hypothetical. Yep. So what happens when you go in there and the well, CAC my, test? And let's say it's all thirty. Up and let's say right. it's thirty, and I think a good score is like six. What, like, what if yours is thirty? I'd be like, fuck it, Dewey. I knew it was a Halloween candy that got me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you go? What well, you're in the same boat depends. as Steve Jobs? Depends. Was you I can't fucking, say I'm, not, I, I'm just gonna eat more meat? Was I fucking up and eating Halloween candy and other shit like that? Because then you, I might you, go clean. You gotta clean. go look that. You gotta look in the mirror. I might go full clean. Sure. And say that was the things because you know, like we always say, or, or my little saying, you know, when people say I'm I'm meat based, I you know I eat a burger and fries. Like no, you're plant based because eighty percent right. of your calories came from plants, right? And fat. So don't blame oil. the meat for what the carbs did. Right. You know, so Yeah, eating a burger and fries is not meat based. Exactly. So if if you go in and you get your arteries tested and they're horrible and you're just a standard American burger eater, yep. they would go cut out the meat. Yeah, switch, get rid to, of, switch to impossible whoppers and, and keep those healthy plants. Hammer those deep fried French fries. Exactly. So, you know, you gotta really I mean this it's a minefield out there. You know, you gotta. So I just gotta go with what I I think works for me and what I've that's seen. That's why totally that works that's for why others. I, that's why I say fuck it all, ignore it all, and just <laughs> lose much. and just lose the extra body fat. Yeah, exactly. However you need to do it. Yep. However you need to get there. Yep. Just ditch it. That's a single biggest factor. It is, I think. But don't do it just eating Halloween candy, even if you're in a deficit. No, no. <laughs> Here's my theory. You'll be spitting okay. your teeth out. I just thought of this. I think the f- the sugar is not fueling the cancer like of his fruitarian diet. It's the lack of other nutrients that he's not getting by not consuming the meat. I think that's the sure. problem. Yeah. That that's why he descended quickly, and you know 
there's he may have switched an all meat diet and still died just as fast. There's no, we don't know anything. But my theory is, it's not that the sugar is or the cancer is thriving off the sugar. I think it's the lack of the other nutrients that is causing his body to decline. Yeah, That's so why the body I, needs protein. Exactly. That's the to the f- missing of the protein. Yeah. The deficiencies yep. are the problem in a fruitarian diet, not the excess the abs- sugar. Yeah, the absence of protein. It's the absence of protein. Boom. I think that is the key. And that's why when you look at fruitarian push-up guy that we made fun of, you know, geez, almost a year ago now. He looked like Steve Jobs at the end. That guy was freaking, yeah, he looked like a cancer patient. Yep. I mean, he's horrible. And that's, you know, to me, that's a lack of protein right there. And that's why vegans have to supplement. Well, yeah. Because it's tough to get that protein without eating animal products. So that's my theory. I had a vegan on Twitter admit that to me. That he had a supplement? She. Or she? She said it's very, very, very hard to hit. If you're trying to get, you know, if you're if you're shooting for hypertrophy, yeah. it's really hard to get the required protein in. And that's somebody who's doing it for moral reasons, obviously. Yep. Because they know that's not the healthiest option. Right. They just think that it's better for the environment. Well, not, a, not all, you know, the more and more vegans I befriend... I'm learning some just people some people just think it's gross. Eating meat? Yep. Oh yeah. So just the idea of eating flesh. Well, I can see that. I mean gross. I look at the raw meat guy and go, ew. Or even right, liver right. or certain certain and meats. And some people that who have that yeah. same reaction that you do with mm-hmm. the raw yep. have the same reaction when it's cooked. To all meat. Right. No, I get it. I mean when you, what you think about it, and this is somebody who, you know, was raised in the Midwest, you know, around hunters and stuff. But, you know, and I used to chop chickens' heads off and stuff. So. Right. But even me, who's who's raised full on in that, the thought of, like, where did that come from on the cow? Right. That freaking grosses me out. You have the same thing. Like, I don't like when they right. say, oh, that's rump roast or it's, you know, it's and they the show thigh. the picture of the cow. and they, It's in the thigh. It's the shoulder, pork right. shoulder. I'm like, don't tell me shoulder. That's freaking disgusting. <laughs> or they rump roast, like. Is it actually come from the cow's mm-hmm. ass? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to know that. I uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's their glutes. That, that but, but that freaking grosses me out. So I, I get that. It's just a, it's a spectrum. Sure, I, I can push past, but I can see why you couldn't. Or yeah, why it might be hard. I, I get it. Right. But in my mind, for your best health, you just have to get over that. But see, and and, and where the the ones that are wired, you know, they're they're hardwired to go. I, I I just don't get it. Like they see a doesn't, steak and they don't crave it. Yeah, it just yeah, doesn't register with me. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's disgusting. It's dead flesh. Yeah, dead rotting flesh. How and unfortunate, it, I would say. Whereas me, I'm hardwired. Like Mel used to just look at me and go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> because I would watch like those safari shows, and when the <laughs> lion would kill the gazelle, and then it was like just, just bowing down. I my mouth would water. Oh my god. I, it, I legit would be like, I need to go get a steak. Oh, I can't. I'm craving them once so bad right now. Got any giraffe around here? <laughs> <laughs> Got any gazelle in the freezer? And then I stumbled upon that Nature is Metal Instagram account. And some of those videos keep me up at night. What's that? Whoa. Is it like animals eat, killing yeah. each other? Oh. Okay. Like, So not for the faint of heart. Dude, there's like wild hyenas. Oh, they're beastly. And they like attacking eat, packs. Eat shit in, alive. Oh, God. like like they'll have like the where they they go for the softest. Yeah. So they go for the the like the the legs, the genitals. Oh yeah. And they start pulling it out, and then they'll pull it out to the point where it started. The insides are coming out. Oh my God. And the and the thing gazelle or whatever is still bellering. Right. That's oh, rough. Yeah, fuck, it'll keep you up at night. That's rough. That was one video they played. It had a, it had a, it was in Alaska. Yeah. And the gold, these two golden retrievers were out like barking, barking, barking. It was on like the home security camera. Yeah. And all of a sudden here comes two wolves running in. Ooh, toast. Yeah. That one kept me up at night. That's brutal, man. Yeah. You know, just Ralph, it's the family dog. Yeah. Right. Didn't, didn't have a chance. Oh, hell no. Those wolves are massive. Oh, yeah. Like if you see a real size compared to like, a regular dog or a human. Yep. Oh, the, there was one on there the other day. Okay, last one. This is stupid <laughs> rabbit hole. There was one the other day, and it, it was mm-hmm. a lion. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Probably see a lot of rabbits get eaten, right? No, not really. By snakes. There was, um, 
Yeah, there is some of that. But there was this one where it was a lioness or it might have been a male. I don't know. But anyways, it had it caught a monkey. Mm. And it had the monkey's throat in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And it was walking. And the, the monkey was just long enough so it was kind of dragging on the ground. And it was walking like this. And hanging off it was the monkey's baby. Oh, my God. Still alive. Oh, my God. Like holding on, mommy. Like right. holding on. God. Fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> right. But then you realize that happens like a zillion times a day. Nature is metal. That's the na- Nature's other, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Brutal. Nature doesn't care yeah. about your feelings. No, it's just pure instinct. Like the other day, this lion. Survival. This lion was sitting in this tall grass. <laughs> and these people are just watching this giraffe be born. Right. And the lion just went, thanks. <laughs> thanks for all the pushing. I'll take it from here and just grab the newborn giraffe and walked off. Oh, they probably craved that. It's like veal. Right. right. Wow. Oh, yeah. You got to check out that. We'll have to put that. I'm not going to do that. We'll have to put that that Instagram in the show notes. I don't want to put that out in the world. Oof. Here's the thing. If you've never (laughs) been on it, when you scroll through their account, like every third video or photo is sensitive. You have to click here to watch. You have to affirmatively declare, I'm prepared for this. Yep. I'm not. I just want I just want my meat served in a nice round disc or steak form. Uh, I don't want to know what part of the cow it came from, or if, if, you know, if a hyena chewed it off. You just have to know that if you do follow that account, when it's you see the video and it's like a, it's before you click up on it, it doesn't play, and you see the still, and it's like oh, there's a baby zebra and <laughs> that's what's getting eaten. It, it's it's never a happy ending. Oh no, never a no. happy ending. <laughs> God damn. All right. That's enough of that. You're going to turn me vegan here. <laughs> Keep that up. All right, guys. Send us emails to info at fitandfurious.com. Watch us on YouTube for maximum memeage and pictures of Bill Gates looking like an old secretary. Check us out anywhere <laughs> Apple. Anywhere audio podcasts are found Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Support the show at furiousmerch.com. And we will see you next week. Nature is metal. Ooh, ooh, ah.